Hello and welcome to Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt, and with me this week, we got Ed. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Not bad. We got Paolo. What's going on, Matt? And coming back in from his pocket dimension, we have Douglas. I'm used to existential dread. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) It's just Doug's, the story of Doug's life. Great title Great of way to tape. kick it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine too? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Uh, Love I've been that show. Bro- yeah, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine since the beginning. Nine Nine. Oh man. Oh, all right. Well, you know what? Seems that the big movies for this summer, or at least the first phase of it, have kind of you know they've had they've made their impact. They're still in theaters. Still waiting on Dark Phoenix to come out, but you know, Endgame's been out for about three weeks by now. Oh, I know. We can do an episode about Spider Man. <laughs> we already did two. <laughs> I, you, I lose track of things in the pocket dimension. <laughs> well, you know what? I was thinking, I'm walking out of the movie theater, um, thinking back to uh, something I remember back in the movie theater back when I was a kid. They had an old uh, X Men the arcade machine. Ooh. I was thinking, let's do. How about this? We talk about our favorite comic book games. Personal favorites. We're going to list out a personal favorite, a runner-up, and the worst comic book-based video game you've ever played. Wait, wait. Before we do that, what movie were you walking out of? Uh, Put you on the spot. You already forgot. You did. Don't you remember Ooh. what movie it was? Ooh, we got him. Ooh, you did. You did. Uh, he obviously no, didn't game, see Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, I whoever would have thought Batman would have came and saved the day like that. Batman's part of Marvel, right? <laughs> I see we've accomplished much on this show. <laughs> I thought Batman was IDW. I... <laughs> we tried to teach Matt and we're just realizing our limitations of our of our abilities to teach him. You fools, I've only been using 10% of my power this whole time. Oh, shit. You underestimate how lame I really am. No, but in all, Are in you? all seriousness, though, yeah. No, that was the place I remember I used to get most of my video gaming in when I was a kid. Because my parents couldn't afford to get me video games. Well, that and, you know... Aside from the arcade, which used to be in every single mall, and then all the arcades disappeared, the mall, I mean, the uh, the movie theater was like kind of the last bastion of arcade cabinets, you know? I mean, they're still around. I know one of the movie theaters here on Staten Island's got, got the arcade section. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you if I haven't been, if I, if I hadn't been going to uh, Eight on the Break since I was like six years old. Yeah, but how many places like Eight on the Break are left? Uh, I think one other. I'm sorry. Could you tell us what Eight on the Break is for those of us uh, who don't know? Eight on the Break is a it's it's one of if not the uh, last standing arcades in Denella, New Jersey. Place is good. Sponsor Give the guys us. business. Have a break stay. Yes, please. Sponsor I actually, us. I actually live around the corner. <laughs> Jay, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 work if you put the uh, Lord of the Rings pinball machine on free play for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but uh, no. But seriously, let's talk about video games today. All right. If you insist, but if yes. I have to. I'm the host. What I do, you say. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So you know he works for me. CEO <laughs> of LadiesGodsMultiverse.com. LLC. Oh, man. See, Paulo, you, you you might be the CEO, but uh, Matt's the the emperor. <laughs> Matt's the host. Yeah. Nope, Matt is the host. He works for me. He's part of my corporation of domination. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he may work for you, but this is working for me. All right, Doug, you're fired. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right, back to the void. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. No, seriously. Growing up... Um, I was always a big uh, Sega fanboy. I had a Sega Genesis. Absolutely loved the thing to death. Sega does uh, Nintendo. Hells yeah, son. <laughs> did you have a Super but, Nintendo or did you not have a Super Nintendo? I did not have okay, a Super Nintendo. So that's Nintendo. why you like a the lot Genesis. Of my... <laughs> all right, we all have our reasons. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, man. No, but... Um, I do not love uh, blast processing. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, no, I'm serious. I had, you know, you know how it was back in those days. You know, you, you rely on your parents. So what they give you, you kind of have to rally behind it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Because, dude, back then in the day, man, like fights would break out amongst like other second graders back in the day over, you know, Sega versus Nintendo back then. It was brutal. Dude, I remember the Great Console War of 1993. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. weren't there. Only 40% of them even survived. <sighs> yeah, right. Things I've but, seen. Uh, the consoles I played. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, so I want to skew very heavily towards uh, Genesis games, and um, you know, as you know, I wasn't really reading that many comic books back then. So my, uh, I think my selections are going to be a little bit different than what you guys are going to pick. Um, so honestly, I have to say, one of my personal all-time favorites uh, would definitely have to be the uh, the Tick. Ooh, I'm not mad at that. The video? Did I play the video game? Yeah, it was a beat 'em up, and uh, it was actually really well done. I um, I do not know anything else a developer has ever done. I think it was developed in the UK. I could be wrong there. That um, sprite work was good too. It was really good sprite work, and what was cool about it was I think it was like one of the very few uh, brawlers to actually do a very good job mixing up uh, platforming and brawl. Oh shit! Yeah. It, okay. It um like for example like the first uh, the first level starts off on a bus and you can punch guys off the bus you could jump off the bus <laughs> you um, could ride the bus you could hang out with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock on the bus I thought you were going crisscross with that <laughs> ooh <laughs> so I got a, I got a, a little a little kind of anecdote to add to that regarding comics and the fact that the Tick was originally a comic book that is kind of a really big success story in terms of like comic books because that. The Tick came out of nowhere. Yeah, indie comic that suddenly got on TV was a really popular cartoon. Video game, and that was, was it? and that was before the boom of like, oh, you you like you you have a uh, a comic in the '90s. We'll give it a cartoon and we'll sell a bunch of toys. Well, no, and that, right. on top of this, there was no such thing as web comics at this point in time. There's no mm. like the the advent of the internet was just starting. Yeah. Uh, so that that's a really big success story for the for the for Tick and the the guy who created it because I think the guy was like 18 when he created it. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Hold on. I actually that I didn't know. I looked it up because the other day I was doing research because I was watching the uh, the Amazon Tick show. I think I haven't seen that, but have you seen the live action uh, show that was on Fox? Oh, the one with yes. uh, Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton, of course. So I used good. To watch that a lot. That was pretty good. I mean, the cartoon was really good too. Yeah, cartoon. I got a, a cartoonist Ben Unland in 1986. He was just like a 
a newsletter mascot for New England Comics. That huh. wasn't uh, that didn't have anything to do with the flaming carrot, did it? I don't. I think it did. They might have. It sounds familiar. I mean, I know it, I know the flaming carrot, but it sounds like they'd be related. It it because it's it's just as zany, you know. Yeah, if um, I remember, I want to say that they are linked, um, but don't quote me on that. I, hell, I want to say the flaming carrot was on the Tick cartoon show at one point. I. No. no, I don't think so. I think the flame counter might have read its own thing. But from what I can understand, uh, Ben Unland, after he did uh, his comic, he, was, he started writing for TV. Uh, he wrote a couple of seasons. He was on, I think, one or... Oh, I'm sorry. He was on six seasons of Supernatural as one of the writing... Um, one of the writing people there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, which seasons? Uh, two, to, two to eight. Huh. Wow. Which arguably, in my opinion, are some of the best seasons. At least uh two before six well see it, it's funny that you say that because like I, I remember that show only getting five seasons and then, and then it ending <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh. anyway back back to the tick video game though um yeah no, no I, it was, I was looking at it was really good i'm remembering seeing it i don't think i ever played it but it looked like it was a lot of fun it you know what was really great about it too is it captured the zaniness of the cartoon like the uh, the beginning of every single level and like you know and that sh- digitized sixteen uh, bit voice yep. scream spoon the, um, the digitized sixteen bit Sega Genesis voice that's it, pretty true. amazing well no because yeah. like the way that sound is is processed through um, the Super Nintendo and the Genesis are very different yeah Genesis was FM synthesizer and um Super Nintendo was all samples yeah no it, it's, it's it's why the uh, the Sega Genesis gets that like of like for everything yeah you know like I mean? I, when when the games are done right Sega can have better music oh, yeah. than SNES the problem is is that you <laughs> have to be far very, between yeah you have to be very good you have to know what the hell you're doing but at the same time there's plenty of SNES games where like you know there's trumpets and there's something and you sound like farts <laughs> <laughs> um, you know I'm right. Um, I know you're right, so I'm laughing. Yeah, but uh, no, but it captured the zaniness of the cartoon. Like you know, like I said before, it it does a very good job mixing and platforming. So like on the platforming levels, the tick is like doing like ballet moves and stuff like that. And um, he did have like the 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 spinning like pirouette. Yeah, he did. That was whatnot. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Away, yeah. I forgot this game even existed, so you brought it up, Matt. No, yeah. I, I, I was oh, in no. the same boat just now. Like, Dude, I remember I remember playing this game as a kid. It was so hard. Five-year-old it, it, me got the shit kicked out of me. It was stupid hard, but you know what? It, it captured the zenith of the show. I really need to rewatch the show because I forget half the references now when I replay the game. Um, but it's one of those things is that um, most people forget how big of a kid show the tick was back in the day. Yeah. And um, it's totally worth checking out the game. I don't know. I doubt you can get it uh, on like virtual console or anything. I got to look that up, but I'd imagine finding a copy of it. at like a flea market. It can't be that much because I don't hear anybody on classic forums talking about it anymore. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. It's eligible for this title is um, uh, I think it's pronounced uh, shocking the forever man. C H A K E N. That was it, the uh, uh, um, the the skeletal dude with the, the two swords, right? Yes, I think it might be the most metal video game ever made. Uh, okay, I would argue that Weapon Lord is the most metal video game ever made. Do you know the backstory to Shocken? No, but do you know? But have you ever seen any of the promotional art or played Weapon Lord? <laughs> uh, let me check. Let me check. Let me it, check. Because it's check, it's check. nothing but just like. 
bone armor and eldritch horrors and just, oh dear god that's like looking at a guar album uh, yeah dude it's it's <laughs> it that's pretty awesome oh shit i have played this game yeah the game's no, actually have... the weapon lord's actually legit like it it's was act, doing yeah. it was very ahead of its time but that, that's that's another discussion for another podcast so here's the here, here, here's <laughs> yeah the, not even another here, time. here's the problem <laughs> I still think Chalkin is more metal. All right. The premise of Chalkin is um, he's this wandering swordsman. He's apparently knows a bit of wizardry and stuff. I, I remember in the Sega game, they only mentioned him. He's a swordsman, but apparently in the comic book, he was also a wizard of swords. Well, it sounds like he drank the drug blood though. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he goes around. He's just, you know, awesome swordsman. Just, just fucking everybody shit up left and right. And then death challenges him to a sword fight. <laughs> That's awesome. And him and death duel for days. And um, there's a wager placed on it is that if death wins the du- duel, uh, Chalkin will become his uh, personal uh, servant. If Chalkin wins, he will be granted immortality. Um, so death loses to Chalkin and then death um, gives Chalkin immortality but he says um, but you will be haunted by the sound of all the evil in the world and you know this will torment you uh, so long as you live awful what a not jerk so the game of Chalkin starts off that little story and he says I want to rest so the point of the game Chalkin is to go around in um, in these alternate dimensions, in these like HP Lovecraft, HR um, Geiger. Isn't that just Kirby? <laughs> no. <laughs> so he goes I around. I mean, it sounds all pretty these... close. <laughs> yeah. No. So he goes in like all this like crazy ass dark, very metal areas, and you got to like use sorcery and stuff like that, just so that you can eliminate all the evil in the world, so you can kill yourself. Oh, so so what you're saying is is that like as he's going through all these these HP Lovecraft Elder Tor dimensions, and he's murdering people, he's swinging his swords around, people are dying. There's a lot of beheading, and, he, and then Chalkin's like, "Hi, <laughs> metal. That's metal. This well, sounds he, a lot like Kirby. He he, he can't absorb other uh, other powers. Actually, no, fuck. He does gain uh, additional weapons from the bosses he beats. Damn it. <laughs> fuck. Well, that, that sounds a bit more Mega Man to me. Actually, yeah, you're right. So it's a mix of Kirby and Mega Man. It's like Kirby and Mega Man if they stumbled through a hot topic. I, I'm just I'm just imagining some kind of cybernetic Kirby monstrosity right now. Nah, it's more goth than anything. It's it's like Kirby and Mega Man uh, had had a baby with Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the game is hard as shit. Didn't realize just how hard it was until like I tried playing it recently. I, I used to be able to get pretty far in it as a kid. Um, oh yeah, when you die, he makes like the most horrific scream ever. It's it's pretty awesome. Um, but keeping on, on the, I guess the same comic book tip. Did um, wasn't that game built on the same engine as uh, the first X Men platforming game for the Sega Genesis? It feels like it is. I was doing a little bit of homework on it. Um, it was developed in house by Sega. It looks like they just contracted these two guys to make the game. Apparently, one of them, one of the artists, went on to work on Blood Omen Two, I believe. Ooh, and they say that. Supposedly, um, they were going to make a chalking game for the Dreamcast, and 
it didn't happen and Bold. the guy just brought all the assets that he made for that game into blood omen 2 oh that's a bummer because like because blood omen 2 had a huge uh because that was supposed to like blood omen 2 was supposed to be a couple of games and mm-hmm. due to budgets and time constraints and like the dreamcast tanking and everything like they were like fuck it cut all the fat make it one game um if you don't know what we're talking about the legacy of kane series is pretty great um oh, i'd man, say i even love like, that game I, I i would say blood omen legacy of kane the first one uh the voice acting still holds up that's uh the soul reaver series too right yes uh yes yeah it's yeah. it's, it's, it's okay. blood omen legacy of kane and then uh legacy of kane soul reaver one and two Legacy of Kane Defiance, I think, and then Blood Omen 2. For a PlayStation slash Dreamcast era platforming game, I think Soul Reavers held up pretty good. That game was fucking awesome. That's Dude, all yeah. you can say about that. I love the aesthetic that game. is fantastic. Just like the a lot of the, the ideas and concepts. Why didn't this get like an animated movie or or a or a live action movie or an HBO series or a Netflix show? Fuck it. Let's let the next episode. Let's pitch that. <laughs> give me give me a legacy of Kane Netflix show. I'm for it, man. I, I actually I agree so with that. you too, hundred yeah. percent. But um, that had one of the most also like built for TV or built for like extended episodic series um storyline. Yeah, like especially that first game. Like, well, that first game, the way it's laid out and like just the voice acting and everything, it's it's I wouldn't say it's one of the first cinematic games, but like the game was cinematic well, as fuck in a time that like games weren't really doing that. Well, the first game was kind of like a very in the vein of like Diablo. I played a little bit of it once. Um, kind of, sort of. It was top. It was top down. Basically. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Oh, the, definitely, the, definitely. Every every game after that was a uh, you know behind the back kind of platforming ish kind of style game. Um, I haven't played much of the um, uh, the games after Soul Reaver, but I know Soul Reaver is definitely. I would definitely call that a platform. Yeah, they definitely un- or they unfortunately um, start falling off after Soul Reaver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I remember they were really popular back in the day. I just never got around to playing anything after that game. I never played any of them, so I'm a little lost. You're oh, missing out. Yeah, Doug, you, I think you'd really dig them, honestly. Okay. Vampires and soul vampires and, and, and necromancers and creepy, things. Creepy swords that absorb, absorb souls. Eldritch horrors. Eldritch horrors. Well, swords that absorb souls speak to me, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> this here's Katana. Uh, She's got my back. uh so shall i talk about the worst game please do all right uh x-men for the nes Ooh, because holy shit that game was bad Uh, that game is atrocious technically one of the worst games period yeah the nes yeah Yeah. i mean it's a broken i don't think it's beatable i don't i don't know it's i remember because i because i had an nes still around the time when the x-men had come out and i was like oh fuck x-men game yes and i remember renting it and i remember that was the first time i ever played a video game or like you know what maybe not all video <laughs> games are good <laughs> you know what i think uh, i think video games suck now guys video games are done that is a game that taught me that it's that video games can be bad oh, <laughs> yeah oh, so, uh, so you're telling here. me that like or so you're telling me x-men for the nes is your phantom menace for me I like Phantom Menace. No, but so Phantom Menace to me that like that was that was the first movie I saw that like I walked out of the theater and went, oh, I guess not all movies are good. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would I would say that I would say that that because I'm I remember playing the the Popeye game yes and loving it back, then, <laughs> which was actually developed in Nintendo. It, it's kind of a Donkey Kong sort of 
rip game, even though Donkey Kong was originally supposed to be a Popeye game. But crazy long story behind that. Yes. But um, I remember renting that game. I remember having one of my friends over, and all we would do is fight over who gets to play Wolverine. <laughs> hmm. And wasn't he terrible in that game? He, Wolverine is probably the worst character in the game. And yeah, and it was terrible. And I tried playing it again recently, and I wanted to vomit just looking at the first screen of the game. Yeah, I don't know. Good, good luck finding a worse a worse game period than X-Men. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, but I'm saving it for me. Oh, please All do. right, then. Well, let's see. So that's what I got. Um, so, Ed, what do you got? Mine is a little bit more on nostalgia. Um, and I, I feel like it does fit in, at least with, with the criteria. Um, I know we had talked before, like, like no... No, uh, no games that had a comic made afterwards, right? So like, uh, no, nothing like a mainline Street Fighter, nothing like a mainline Mortal Kombat. But for me, my my favorite, my, my favorite game based on a comic, X Men versus Street Fighter. Good choice. See, I feel like that builds on. That's not so much of a a comic being written after the fact of it. That is more taking two different properties, one being a comic book. I mean, technically, right, if you right. want to argue, Street Fighter at that point probably, I think, was also a comic book. It was also an amazing uh, cartoon that was on USA oh. Networks. <laughs> First of all, there are there are three different Street Fighter TV shows. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> but I that that one was by far the worst and also the best at the same time. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Uh, there are parts of that that are absolutely terrible and parts of that that are absolutely fantastic as are you trying to tell me that you can't type on a keyboard with boxing gloves <laughs> do you mean to tell me that uh e-hawk whatever the guy's name e-hawk. was the yeah you mean to tell me that he can't fly <laughs> for no apparent reason <laughs> fine well fine. what's worse the street fighter cartoon or the mortal Kombat cartoon Ooh. Both bad. Ooh. Both Are bad. You, oh. They're both super bad. At least the Street Fighter cartoon is like fun to watch because it's so bad. The Mortal Kombat one is just straight bad. Well, because the Mortal Kombat cartoon, I think, is based off Mortal Kombat 2 and not even off the movie. Because like if it could have been at least based off the movie, they could have done something terrible with it that was still, you know, people would be like, oh, this follows the movie storyline. I think they ended up doing their own thing because they had to make it a Saturday morning cartoon for kids. How Unlike, do you make Mortal Kombat a Saturday morning cartoon for kids? Exactly. You don't. Yeah. I don't know, man. Or, or the you 90- do what they did, and it's awful. Like, <laughs> the 90s were wild, man, though. I got old VHS tapes um, of like Winnie the Pooh, and the commercials had uh, Toys for Robocop. Yeah, the 90s were a wild time. They, they were, and just to encapsulate that, I, I think this is not real for people who might think that going in but you owe it to yourselves audience to go to youtube and look up saturday morning watchman Ooh, yeah yeah i actually was just watching um because that guy's a really good animator yeah harry partridge yeah yeah, yeah. uh he does really good work so i fell down a rabbit hole of his stuff but like saturday morning watchman's really silly <laughs> yeah it is but it also it, it seems like something that could have existed doesn't back not, in the 90s yeah it? absolutely probably yeah. would have existed are you kidding me oh yeah the 90s threw us everything the 90s were looking for anything that they could make a franchise out of and make toys and market the kids off of and they did yeah dude x-men versus street fighter had uh action figures i'd still buy the action oh, figures weren't from them they, weren't they weren't they the gi joe uh, no 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 no, no. those were, those were um 
they they did have the gi joe reskins so did mortal combat so like so street fighter had them and so did mortal combat um Mm. but they actually had like your regular standard like action figure um oh shit yeah, yeah, labeled for uh, uh, X Men versus Street Fighter, and I think uh, later Mar- uh, Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter. I think action figures in the '90s were tr- microtransactions today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything had an action figure. Did, um, yeah. dude, what? I had so many Spider Man toys. Remind me, X Men versus Street Fighter was that the one where the the title screen was Cyclops, uh, Ryu, and Cyclops? Yeah, hands? it was Ryu and Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Thank you. I just needed to remember like, if that was the case. Like they're ending a feud. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, cause that, that's one of those things. Like, if you if you weren't a kid walking, or like, I can't explain the feeling of walking into an arcade as a kid. I'm finding guys remember Street Fighter. Not even, not even. Oh, that that that's one of them. But this, like, walking in and like uh, the way that the brake had everything set up. Uh, like the the, the the new hotness, like when you when you first walked in, was on this big like jumbo monitor with like. This giant stand for the the arcade sticks and like it had its own like seating attached to it so like your ultimate mortal Kombat threes were there um i think originally marvel versus uh marvel superheroes versus street fighter was there but these cabinets would just like they're in like the the intros that they would have like these the the, the of any video game really like you, you turn a video game on you leave it on the, the press start screen and it plays their intro yep these things had to be eye-catching because they wanted you to spend your money so mm-hmm. games like Tekken Three or Tekken Tag or you know your your X Men versus Street Fighters are just blaring at you to hey motherfucker get over here and put your fucking money in me. That Q <laughs> that Q sound jingle is forever burned into my mind. The which one? The Q sound. Uh, the Capcom. The I think that was what was that? Was that an SPC uh, two board? Oh yeah. Yeah, they had that. Um, it made that weird ding to show off that, like, I don't know, had like an extra subwoofer. Or oh something yeah, yeah, like that, but... dude! Every time you put a coin into the X Men versus Street Fighter, it was just the announcer going X. Like it was crazy. It was hype <laughs> as shit. I'm sorry, man, but uh, as much as I love X Men versus Street Fighter, I think uh, Marvel versus Capcom one had the even better one when you put the coin in it. Oh, those... Let's go crazy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dude, god. That was hype too. But like those were, <laughs> those sounds were just so over, like they were uh, so overlapping of anything else that was that was happening on the game itself. So like you could be across the arcade and just hearing people hitting buttons and talking, but you still heard that shit over everything else. I, um, I, I mean, for, for me, the reason I'm picking X-Men versus street fighter, was just that nostalgia factor. Like that was, that was the first of like those long lines of versus games. Um, all the character designs for the X-Men were based off of Jim Lee's from the nineties. Oh yeah. So it's like all, all those iconic, um, you know, all, all those iconic costumes, all the voice actors from the cartoon Cyclops, not being a giant yeah. condom. Yeah, and dude, the, ju- the juggernaut being sixteen feet tall, weighing twenty thousand <laughs> yeah. pounds, dude, and also and also to Ed's point about Jim Lee, like I remember that was the first time I saw an X Men video game where they quote unquote got it right yeah. because the X Men, uh, the arcade game cabinet that was based off the design from like what the eighties? Oh, yeah, those are the old. Yeah, yeah the, the that was the eighties design. Cyclops had the fucking body condom. X-Men for the NES was still the 80s designs. So to see the Jim Lee ones with that amazing sprite work and the fact that you can just play as Wolverine and just slash the fuck out of the There's screen. There's a garage. Dude, shit. Oh, you you, I don't think anyone forgets the sound of the 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 moves when they would scream them as they did that. Ching, ching. Optic Brass. <laughs> oh, Optic God, Brass. Yeah. That, game was, that game was so good. It really was. Also, has there ever been another arcade game that had six players available on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there has to be. Um, and I'm blanking, but I know that's not the... 
No, I'm trying to remember because usually what they would do a lot back in the day is like they have multiple versions of uh, cabinets, depending. Right, right. So you just slap on new stickers, you swap the board, and and you're good to go. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what the alternate cabs were for X Men, and I'm drawing a blank. Actually, it might it might be. I'd have to look it up. That was a Konami board, and I'm also blanking on which board in particular that was. I mean, the fact that you know that is awesome, by the way. <laughs> I mean, have you seen my classic video game collection? Very you guys true. Are, yeah, very you guys, true. You guys are doing comic books. I was doing video games. Yeah, your kids are spoiled. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was telling you, my, my, my son, he, uh, was, I gave him one of my old Game Boys, and uh, he, you know, he accidentally broke it. So, you know, it was, it was not his fault. And he was so upset. Like, dude, it's all right. I got like a draw full of them. It's all good, bro. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. But um, um my honorable yeah. mentions. Um I have two if that's okay. One of them's not really a comic book or one of them's not really based off a comic book, but I think it's the most like superhero game I've ever played. I think I know what you're going to say. Do you? You're going to say Comic Zone, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you you got no, a good put the sprite oh. work on that game. Yeah. I I have one guess just because of kind of how they set up uh the uh aesthetics of it. Um, Beautiful Joe? No. <laughs> okay. That, that was my only guess. Saints Row 4. Yes! Oh, yeah! Oh, God, Saints Row 4. Yeah. Saints is the one where they gave them all superpowers. Yep. Yeah. Saints Row 4 is everything I wanted in a Superman sandbox game. You start the yeah. game off with super strength, and they don't even tell you. So, like, you go to walk up to a car, and you throw a punch, and it flies into orbit. <laughs> that's like the second power. Like, I think it's, like, one of the first power-ups you can get. Super speed. Oh, my God. And that then super flight. speed is amazing. Dude, I like. I got emotional the first time I played that. It was like, this is everything I've ever wanted. I, oh my I mean, God. Co- considering the third game had a dubstep gun. Oh, dude. That, that game series is. I'm so glad that it stopped taking itself seriously, like trying to be fucking a GTA ripoff in that first one. Even though it's like, eh, on a GTA ripoff, but like sandbox wise, holy shit, as they got, they kept getting. <laughs> wilder and wilder they just kept getting better and better those games too because they knew they knew they knew why you were playing those games like where where gta was like we're going to be the godfather of video games saints row was like suck hard it. left just hard left in albuquerque <laughs> let's fucking go dude v- dude honestly man that developer volition games they do not get the credit they deserve no, i mean the, their work on red faction was amazing if you ever play that game i hear those were really good games what was didn't cool those get, about? Didn't they eventually get comic books? I think they did, but don't quote me on that. Um, the lore to it was um, I, I didn't really like it that all that much. What was so fun about it though was um, you would get weapons in a game, and if you shot at a wall, actually destroy the wall, which would be impressive enough in today's uh, world. But that I that was on the faction, PS2 uh, NPC, yeah, yeah, yeah. in like. 2001 yeah i remember i remember that like you could you would go into like a tunnel and if you just you know find a locked door you'd be like fuck this if you had enough rockets you can blast your way around the door um they also had like a rail gun and stuff like that where you could shoot through the walls and uh one hit kill people it was yeah volition they're a great developer yeah good choice on saints row <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's technically not a comic book but it's it's not a comic book game but like it it as well feel like one it, ha- it has superpowers. Yeah. right right <laughs> I, I i honestly just wanted to talk about it because i'm like oh this kind of fits um my right, second like, honorable mention sorry, that, oh, i don't know it, it's that's cool um my second honorable mention though um is actually a comic book video game um batman arkham knight 
and I say Arkham, oh. and I say Arkham Knight. I know why. It's it's got it's got the most Batman-y sections any Batman games ever. Batman is that the second or That's third? The third. It's the third one. Okay, it's Batman as fuck. Like, <laughs> there's so many things that that game does that I was just like, it's so cool. Like the Professor Pig fight is awesome. Professor Pig. I mean, just the Arkham <laughs> Asylum alone was a really good game. Oh, dude. Oh, the, the other two games are better games. But our Arkham Knight does the most Batman stuff. Because you get to drive the Batmobile on that. Oh, don't 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 even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> because my 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 honorable my first honorable dismention, I guess, or unmention the 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 the, the negative here. We, uh, oh, no. Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> <laughs> because of the Batmobile sections and that fucking Arkham Knight reveal. <laughs> Wait, they never they never fixed the Batmobile sections? I thought they patched it. No, they were no, terrible. terrible. They're oh, the worst. There, there's nothing good about those sections at all. I mean, it was kind of cool, like at first. Oh, the the first time you do it yeah. and you're driving that Batmobile, you're like, this is the shit. Yeah, and then about the and then that's seventy five percent of the game. Yeah. It's oh, the man. worst. Oh, man. I, I remember at this point in time, Ed and I were just constantly bitching about this to each other. Just like, oh, why? So I avoided <laughs> spoilers for that game for years. For years. Right? Yeah. No idea who the Arkham Knight was. And all of the lead up to that game. And I'm, I'm about the spoilers, by the way. So like, I'm, I'm going to save you like 10, 15 hours. Um, so if you, if you haven't played it, you know, pause, I mean, don't pause it because you'll unpause it and I'm still talking. Uh, the jump, game's jump like five years old. Yeah, so yeah. I think you're, you're safe, man. Sure. Yeah, but, we're um, past the spoiler threshold. I would hope so. I'm sighing because like, man, I dodged everything. And then like all the lead up, they're like, it's not Jason Todd. It's a brand new character. It's that's totally not going to be Jason Todd. Look, the Red Hood is one of the characters for the DLC. It can't be Jason Todd. Guess what? Yeah, it's Poochie. Yeah, yeah. They 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 hit the fucking helmet and I, I think Bruce takes it off him and it's Jason Todd. <laughs> and my my literal reaction was just ugh. Like this, this visceral <laughs> guttural just ugh, really? <laughs> you could have done anything now, else. For those of you who don't know, anything. Jason Todd is the second Robin. Jason Todd was the Robin that was whose life was put in ba- it was put you know in danger and it was left up to the audience over whether or not this uh 17 or 16 year old was going to die or not didn't they like didn't he like only lose the vote by like a handful of yeah, calls or something yeah it wasn't it wasn't by that much that he lost the vote but then he gets, it was a small percentage yeah. but it was like a couple hundred or a couple yeah. thousand votes so like. a thousand people out there were just like you know what let's let let's get let's kill this kid you know what? fuck him did they count the hanging chads? <laughs> what what did the electoral college say? So in either case, we've had Does DC ha- does DC just go by popular vote or do they have some way to aggregate it? We've had we've had multiple- How many super packs did the Joker get? <laughs> we've, had, we've had multiple stories, but they all end up the same way that the Red Hood comes back and it's Jason Todd. Multiple different ways. In the comics, he's brought back via, you know, Superboy punching the walls of reality. Don't even get me started on that <laughs> shit. I don't know, man. If you, if you ask me, I still think his uh, death was orchestrated by Ace Hardware because they wanted to sell crowbars. <laughs> <laughs> was it the crowbar that killed him or the building no, explosion? No, it was the building explosion that supposedly <laughs> killed him. Oh, details. <laughs> but yeah, well, he, that, got that's be- like, he got beaten to death by the Joker and then, yeah, yeah. and then got a building blown up on him by his mother, I think it was, too. <laughs> Because you find out at one point that like his mother sold him out to the Joker or something. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, my God. 
It's it's really funny speaking of crowbars though. Um, if you well, if you watch no no seriously watch Teen Titans Go. If you watch it and pay attention to some of the props in the background, oh, event, you will yeah. see crowbars. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I know. But also amazing. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of, of horrible Easter eggs, yeah. uh, really quick, is that this is also on on the, on the uh, video game tip here. Um, so have you guys ever played? Um, Oh God! It was one of the games for the for the the, uh, the Nintendo DS. Um, Scribble Knots. Oh, oh yeah, Scribble Oh yeah, yeah. DC Universe Scribble Knots. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so one of the Easter eggs they have is that you you can you can summon Green Lantern, right? So you can you you can summon Green Lantern, and sometimes it's it's John Stewart, sometimes it's Al Jordan, sometimes it's Guy Gardner, other times it's Kyle Rayner. If you summon Kyle Rayner and then type in the word fridge, a fridge oh, pops up, oh, and he gets real fucking sad. No. Uh, That's incredible. Those of you that don't know, um, Kyle Rayner's girlfriend was killed by uh, Major Force, who's just a, a like Captain Adam bad guy. Um, and then he, he he broke her neck and then stuffed her in the fridge yeah. and then waited for him to come home to find her. Oh, damn. Yeah. That whole uh, incident uh, actually coined the term fridging, which is a term <laughs> people use in, uh, in uh, media to describe when they feel like a woman uh, was killed just as a motivation for a male protagonist and that the female character itself was irrelevant except for, you know, being killed. Really? Yes. Yeah. You didn't I know this? Did not know, I didn't know that that, like, became a thing. Yeah, that became yeah, a thing. It, huh. it did. Interesting. So if you, um, in this game, if you somehow get Guy Gardner, does the same thing happen if you summon a bus? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. And now I want to go find out. You don't have time to see if he gets sad. It just runs him over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. But so that, that Jason Todd reveal got me real salty. Because um, I was like, you could have done anything else. And you just decided to do Jason Todd's story again. He's just the Arkham Knight now and not Red Hood. You could have done anything else. Um, but it's it's only an honorable mention. Because, like, yeah, I got mad at that. But, like, whatever. I'd have to say Superman Returns. The SNES game? No, no, no. So there was a sandbox game for the, the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. Oh, that game. Based off yes. of the movie. Oh, God, I forgot about that movie. It was a Superman oh. sandbox game. It's actually one of the reasons I brought up um, Saints Row. Because, mm -hmm. is that it? because if Saints Sorry. Row is anything or is everything I wanted out of, out of a superhero sandbox game, Superman Returns... It, it gave me that hope, and I was like, "That's awesome! I get to go like fly around and be do Superman things." And I'm like, "What's that health bar at the top?" Oh, it turns out that Metropolis has a health bar, and it's constantly under attack, all the time. Yeah, and that's all I still an do innovative concept, around. though. No, no, it's a it's a beautiful concept. It just sucks when I want to fly around and use my heat vision, and I fucking can't because I'm too busy saving everyone. Oh, that stinks. I think they did a similar concept on the uh, on the original Xbox. I got. I got. I can't remember the name of the Superman game. I think they did that. I don't know. He doesn't have a really good run. Uh, good runs with games. He doesn't have a really good run. That's not in comics, really. <laughs> I mean, I, I I say that and like Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman is fantastic. I'm not sure if you're being sarcastic or not. No, I'm being. I'm. I'm 100 serious. The uh, the, uh -oh. the cartoon movies. Oh, the cartoon movies. Oh yeah, they're good. Those were really good. Uh, All Star Superman is great. Yeah, that is good. I like that a lot. You got any more at or shall we break? Um, you know what? I mean, honestly, I I I I could talk about this forever. Um but speaking of forever, didn't Batman Forever get a game? 
Yes, it did. It was pretty goddamn terrible. And I remember for the longest time you would find a pile of them in boxes <laughs> at flea markets <laughs> for like a buck each. And oh, I also remember it was also the uh, um, uh, what uh, was the it was the um, what's the prize you get on a game show if you fail? Uh, like not not a consolation prize. There it is. Yeah, that was the consolation prize on Double Dare. Really? Was was a copy of that game on really? Genesis or SNES. No no way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um I can only imagine how bad the Game Gear and Game Boy ports were. Wait a minute. So, oh, oh, that was the uh the side scrolling beat 'em up that also had the the weird versus game too, right? I don't know about the versus mode, but I do remember. You know what it is is like um it had like the, the digitized Mortal Kombat graphics? Yeah. Ah, yeah. there it is. And um Oh God, I, I remember playing it again recently, and it's just, it's like Simon's Quest level of just what the fuck am I supposed to do next here, <laughs> you know? Um, it's not a good game. Like, like if you want to play a Batman game on a 16-bit console, just stick to the Adventures of Batman and Robin, you Ooh. know? Those, those are good games. The SNES and Genesis versions were a bit different from each other. The Genesis one was more of a shoot 'em up style, and... The SNES was more of a brawler. Um, I honestly think the SNES version might have been a little bit better. But the version that is really good, though, is the Sega CD version because it had a lot of uh, content that um, was worthy for them to put in the show, but they instead put it into the game. And I've heard some fans refer to it as the... Oh, like uh, the, the Lost Sega, Episode. Yeah, 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 The Lost Episode, yeah. I I have that game for Sega CD, and I still haven't played, had the chance to play it yet. I'm still too busy trying to beat my friend's record in uh, Marky Mark Make My Video whenever I bother hooking it up. <laughs> Dudes, um, what's his name? Uh, Scott from Austin Powers is in the game. Uh, Seth, like one of those, Seth Green? Seth Green's in, uh, I think he's in the Marky Mark, if not the crisscross Make My Video. That's insane. I, fr- I was playing it with the wife uh, a couple years ago, and I'm like, is that fucking Seth Green? And I am DB'd, and it was. I was like, holy shit. Oh, amazing. That game, those, those those make my video games are just so hilariously nineties. That sounds like a goddamn train wreck. Uh, last honorable mention because this is actually a positive. Uh, Punisher for the arcade. Never played it. Was was that the Capcom brawler? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I got a port to the Genesis. Yeah, that's the game where you get to play as uh, the Punisher and uh, Nick Fury. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a cool game. Final boss was Jigsaw, right? I have no idea. I never played it. No clue. Game was hard as fuck. I didn't make it past like the second level. That was a lot of those games in the nineties, though. Those are those arcade brawlers because they were just made to take your money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right then. Yeah, let's start the break. Yeah, let's do a break. We'll be back. All right, and we're back. So, me and Ed, we talked about some of our most favorite and hated comic book-based video games. Um, let's see, we got The Tick, we got Chalk and the Forever Man, X-Men for the NES sucks. We Then we, Ed gave us X-Men, uh, uh, was it Street Fighter versus, versus, X-Men versus Street yeah. Fighter? It was X-Men, okay. I always fuck that up. Um, pff, shout out to The Punisher, Shout out to Batman Arkham Knight. Shout out Arkham to, Knight. to Saints Row 4. 
Saints Row 4, and... Um, Shout out to Donkey Kong for hitting people with green shells. Shout out to the Red Power Ranger. <laughs> and uh, I think we do have to mention Comic Zone because I don't know if it's more of a comic <laughs> book or a video game. Because okay. <laughs> honestly, if any of you guys mention it, I would be like, yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, it's, it's, I'm the host, so what I say goes. And what I say is, Paulo, what do you got? Wait, I thought I was going to go last. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it's right. He was. Oh, yeah. then As Doug. As usual, you, then Doug, Doug is overlooked. What do you got, <laughs> Doug? All right. Now, what I got is a little known, well, I think relatively little known uh, PC game from 2002 called Freedom Force. Now, Freedom Force or Freedom Fighters? Freedom Force. I'm thinking of that beat em up game for the PlayStation. Oh, uh, no, no. This was. Uh, no, yeah. Was, I, I know what yeah. you're talking about. I actually, I, I think you and I are the only ones that played it. Um, yeah. <laughs> It, no, I was say, uh, Freedom Fighters was a third-person shooter, man. It wasn't beat him up. Now, I need to clarify that it was mods that made this my favorite game. But the base game is a fun little game that is styled uh, after uh, the Golden Age comics. And uh, you basically control a, a team of superheroes uh, throughout uh, you know, this kind of old-timey narrative um, as, as you advance their powers and... It's like a tactical superhero combat game. It wasn't turn-based, was it? No, uh, you could pause and unpause. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But what made it so much better was the modding community would go out there and they would make skins and custom attack animations and for e for like every comic character you can imagine. Like, I saw Buana Beast as an option. Like, Matt, you don't who? know who that is, do you? Yeah. No! Is it like, 18 Titan? I thought he was a villain. I think you're thinking of Wildebeest. You don't even know who he is. I'm thinking no. of Wildebeest. <laughs> no, no I, I know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but I think it's really obscure character. But, like, you could get any character. You could download their skin. And, like, if they had custom movesets, like, say, someone like Gambit, where he had, like, you know, the card, like, arcs and whatnot. Uh, you could just download them and put them in the game. And then you could adjust... Uh, the damage range, uh, like the actual physics, like the impact force uh, for moves, uh, any way you saw fit. So, like, if you wanted to make it like a balanced game, uh, you could, like, you know, have Cyclops's optic blast, you know, knock somebody back a foot or two. But uh, if you're like me and you want to see, like, what like his full power blast would look like, I would, like, max out the physics on the force of the impact from the beam, and he would just, like, fire the beam shoot a person into a building, the whole building would collapse around him as he, like, obliterated a city block. And just the battles you could reenact with it. I just had so much fun with that game, basically having all the fights uh, that I imagined in my head from my childhood and making them happen on screen. Sounds kind of like um, being able to play with all your action figures, except uh, have a computer kind of moderate things, I guess. That is surprisingly apt. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, it was. It was like playing toys, but like it was more like directing playing toys, like having two other kids pick things up for you and be like, do it like this. Right, right, because that was like what always sucked about like having G.I. Joe's is you couldn't stand them up. So like you're playing this awesome battle, but like everybody's on the floor like they just got shot. <laughs> but yeah, so it was the modding community that made that game so fun, even though it was a fun little game on its own, but it let me like reenact some comic book dream battles. So I loved it. Sounds like a good time. So going in 
the opposite extreme. You took mine, Matt, my worst game. So, oh, uh, it is a I'm pretty go- fucking bad game. Yeah, oh, that I game's terrible. It. Oh, it's, it's it's ungodly bad, and even the graphics were bad for its time. I mean, dude, it was <laughs> LGN's like F team doing that game. Yeah, I guess I would have to go Superman sixty four. God damn it, Doug! <laughs> oh, that's that's too easy though. That's too easy. <laughs> well, you took my slightly less easy answer. <laughs> I, I I just love okay. I just love the fact though that we all that the two of us at least agree that X Men for the NES is worse than Superman sixty four. <sighs> yeah, no, because at least Superman sixty four you can play it to an extent. Like it's, that game is just not a good. It's just not a good game. But I it's was a game. so excited for that game when it was coming out, and Dude, then me just, too. It's it's uh, interesting. I think I read somewhere that the uh, I think Ty, uh, yeah Titus developed it, and um, apparently what they did was they bought the license and they underestimated how fucking difficult the Nintendo sixty four was to program for. <laughs> so like they had like a two year frame to make and push out this game because they only had the license for so long and just it got passed around from developer to developer. So like the whole thing came out as a rushed mess. Well, I like it, it's one of those things with Superman sixty four. Like, people- hold on, I I hate interrupting you, but one of the reasons I interrupted you was that uh, like, do we want to save talking about Superman sixty four? Let Paulo have that one because I can name one nah, more game that free, I thought was pretty no, terrible. Feel free to talk about it. I'm all right with that. Okay, because I actually didn't play Superman sixty four very much. I watched my friend play it, and I didn't even want to play it. Right, because it's not like it's like the bad. game itself is like it's a really dumb concept. But if you've ever played that game, like. It does some neat shit. Like you can pick up cars and toss them. Like Superman's got heat vision and stuff. Like that could have been a sandbox game. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. But instead, you're just flying through rings. I remember the last time I played that game. It was me and two other friends. You flew through some rings. We flew through, and and the one friend got so pissed off in the game, he he ripped the game out of the Nintendo sixty four, brought it to the driveway, and smashed it with a hammer. Why <laughs> would you? Okay. Um, well, I still have. That is uh, egregious. <laughs> no, that's pretty bad. But I, I have honorable mentions in both respects. So, uh, I have honorable mentions for uh, good games, uh, which is I would like to say uh, I have a couple, like Ed did. Uh, X Men Legends Two, the RPG. That was now. That was almost one of my honorable honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, now you might. Fans might be asking, like, why not Marvel Ultimate Alliance instead of just the X-Men specific one? And I would answer because I am a child. Uh, Basically, (laughs) um, what I liked, again, kind of what I said about uh, Freedom Force was I liked being able to uh, skill up a fourth impact of moves. So that, yeah, I could have min-maxed, uh, like, stats in X-Men Legends 2 and just gave all, like, Colossus, like, all of his punches, like, max damage. But I didn't even give him a lot of damage. I would max the force behind all of his punches. So every time he punched a thug, they would go flying at, like, 80 miles an hour into a wall. <laughs> the imagery of that is amazing. It is. Nah, and, it's good. You know, yeah, exactly. Because, like, nothing ruins the immersion more, like, in one of these games like a, a Marvel beat him up when you see the Hulk having to hit like a regular guy like six times to take, you know, make him go down. Like, no, it's the Hulk. He should just be effortlessly slapping them away. And that's what that game was like for me when I played it. Uh, Colossus didn't really do damage because they always got back up because I didn't really put the stat points in the damage, but he would just, everybody he hit when flying and everybody was on the ground at almost all times made everybody else easier to pick him off. And, 
he looked badass in that. Like he just everything he touched just went flying. Nice. Okay. Um, Weren't all the characters? Didn't they all have their uh, at least defaultly? They had their uh, Ultimate X Men. Uh, yeah. They, they, I think they were default costume Ultimate X Men. Then they had alternate skins. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really dug X Men Legends too. Yeah. I mean, X Men Legends One was good too, but they X Men Legends Two really made it a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't even know if you described the game at all. It's like if you haven't played it, it's one of those like top down like Diablo dungeon crawlers. Mm. A lot of fun. Now, yeah, you can either play a co op with four players, or you can control a team of four. Uh, and like you can alternate which one you're controlling, and the others will be controlled by the AI when you're not controlling them. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, and it was basically like a, a Diablo style RPG. And uh, it was fun. Decent story. Not great, but decent enough and really fun to play. Other honorable mention uh, I got to get out is City of Heroes, the MMO, because I had some of my best times in that game because I was on, uh, I believe it was Justice, uh, which was the role play only server. And so me. Me and a bunch of my comic book friends uh, would play on this role play server, and just we all had our characters. Like I had my speedster, uh, and the powers were fun to use. The city was nice and big, so you really got that uh, feeling of going through the city, patrolling sometimes. And yeah, it was just an MMO, but when you add in the superheroes, the cool powers, and, and the role playing aspect, I had so much fun in that. Yeah, I remember it had a big following online for a bit. I don't know whatever happened to the developer. Yeah, they shut the game down a couple of years ago. Mm, that stinks. Uh, and I guess lastly would be an honorable mention for uh, the bad side, which is because I had a hard time thinking of bad superhero video games, mostly because if I hear bad reviews, I don't get them. Mm. So, so uh, my honorable mention for a terrible game goes to Spider-Man and the X-Men uh, Arcade's Revenge. For the Super Nintendo. Ooh. Ooh. Wasn't there also a uh, a NES version of that, too? I don't think so. It might have been a Sega version, but Arc- I don't think... Arcades are... I'm trying to remember that. The, the only... Oh, God. Was that LGN? Yes. Because, um... Wait, you said Spider-Man and what? Spider-Man, Spider-Man and X-Men. The, yeah, Spider-Man and the X-Men. Arcades oh, Revenge. Oh, fuck. I like that game. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man and the X-Men Arc- uh, Arcade's Revenge had a Super Nintendo and Genesis version. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember playing on a Game Boy at some point. I could be imagining that. Oh, I'm uh, thinking of the Game Boy one, too. That The one on the Game Boy sucked. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, I oh, remember- also, uh, I guess the Justice League fighting game. for. Oh, how dare you? Oh, the one by Blizzard. They made that? Yes. Blizzard made it, yeah. yeah. It was terrible. And they also made a, uh, a Superman brawler. I... I confused it with uh, with Ed's pick for Superman Returns. There was another... Um, oh, the arcade forget- one? It was... I don't know if it was in the arcades, but I know it had a console <laughs> port. You're talking about uh, Death of Superman. Death of Superman. I wasn't sure if it was Death yes, of Superman or Death and now. Return of Superman or if it was just Superman Returns or what. That was like just a very generic brawler. I, yeah, I thought that game had some pretty good sprite work, though. It did have some pretty good sprite work, and, and but like you got to walk into it though, you know, remembering that it was the Superman of the '90s. Uh, okay, so th- this was the death and return of Superman. Okay, so that was it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember. I uh, do, but you get to get into a punch fight with Doomsday. Like they, they do the That's whole. True. They like they have the whole cutscene of like them throwing the double punch and like them both dying. 
Yeah, the game I did mean, some neat was, stuff. It's not great, yeah, it, it but it's wasn't not terrible. It falls into the bin of generic 90s brawlers. Well, according to Arcade Spot, it's a 4.6 out of 5, and eBay, it's a 4.8 out of 5. Yeah, but how much does it go for on eBay? That's the true That's the true mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if does it, it or does it just mean it's rare? Not necessarily. Not for nothing, man. 25 bucks. Uh, there's one for 47 There's okay. another one for in-box mint condition, $90 plus oh, $5 shipping. That's always going to be inflated out the ass. So, all right. Insanity. Yeah. It's highly regarded, them. So, Doug, I, How dare you? I am going to link you something right now for yourself to okay. keep for later since you're such a big City of Heroes fan. Apparently, it was originally a Marvel game. No, 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 no. There is a secret run fan server still out there. Oh. Oh. That warms my heart uh, it's like, little, this uh, is not so I, secret this is this is not this is actually yeah. news from april 23rd of uh this year so this is actually Ooh. fairly new well doug is not going to be emerging from a pocket dimension for uh this podcast <laughs> and i was going to be emerging from this fan server uh i don't know it's been so long since i played i don't know if i can get back into it but it warms my heart that the community cared enough to keep that game going oh, yeah. when the studio shut no, down the studio apparently fought until the end to try to keep this game running Oh, they did. They really tried. Didn't um, they, Mar- they were passionate. Like, yeah, didn't Marvel screw them? No, no, they didn't have any. They didn't have anything to do with Marvel or DC. I don't think. I think it well, was no, a no, business I, decision. I thought, eventually, I, I thought Marvel, because um, people were, were were making like actual DC Marvel and, and and DC characters. Well, no, no, I'm saying um, oh, people oh, in oh. the game were making Marvel and DC characters. So Marvel was like, "Hey, stop making our IP for for free." I mean, it wasn't because uh, that-, that game was subscription based, right? Uh, it was, but but weren't uh, they pissed off and like tried to they, sue? They, 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 I, I don't think they tried to sue. I could be wrong, but uh, the game did go out of its way to delete direct ripoff characters. Yeah, I thought I, that was after the, the Marvel lawsuit. It could be. I didn't think there was a lawsuit. Maybe uh, they threatened them with one. Oh, if there's actually a full-on lawsuit, then I guess they just took it more seriously after that. But like, yeah, you couldn't make a character named like Wolverine with a zero instead of the O, and then right, just right. literally make somebody that looked just like him. Yeah, game mm. was fun. It was, and uh, with that, Lawsuit. hold on one second. <laughs> Ed's in November now, yeah. 2004, Marvel Comics filed a lawsuit against City of Heroes developer Cryptic Studios, publisher uh, NCSoft, and game administrator NC Interactive. Allegedly, the game not only allowed but actively promoted the creation of characters who infringed copyrights and trademarks owned by Marvel. Yeah, so Marvel was like, "Hey, stupid, cut that out." I don't remember them actively encouraging it. No, I don't remember them actively encouraging no, I don't remember it either, that either. But I remember a buddy of mine was like hardcore in a city of heroes, <laughs> and then that lawsuit came out, and he was like, oh, this isn't quite as fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Doug, so you got anything else? Um, I mean, I have other games that were great, obviously, but if I don't want to take up, A, what could be Paulo's picks, and B, I don't want to take up the rest of the time. Yeah. Like Ed, I could keep going and name like another dozen games I love, but... I could too, but... Man, we'll be here all fucking night. I'm just sad I didn't mention Infinite Crisis. That game was fun. All right. One more honorable mention, Spider-Man 2 for the oh, PlayStation and Xbox. Oh, you son of a bitch! You constantly... Uh, <laughs> damn it, Duck. <laughs> oh, right. where to shit on Paul's parade. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. I have my reasons why, and I'm not going to let Doug give his reasons, because I'm going to no, cut it right gonna, now. I, <laughs> I was not going to give any reasons. And secondly, we talked about this before, and you said you were going with a different game, so... I feel bad now, but at the same time, you told me you're going in a different direction. <laughs> oh, I might have, but then I was like, "Nah, I can't. I can't lie to myself on this." 
and I'll explain why. Like, I guess it. I guess we'll segue that. So, is yeah. Spider Man Two your honorable mention or your goat? Uh, no. It, for uh, no, for, no, for, no, for, no, for Doug, it's Paula. his honorable mention. Yeah, oh, I'm asking yeah. Paul. The reason, Bye. the reason why, and at the at the at the risk of sounding fucking basic as hell when it comes to like video games and because i've been, like i said i've been playing video games as long as you guys i've played video games as long as i've been reading comic books um but i guess the biggest reason why this particular spider-man game is in my opinion as good as it is on my list personally i was bigger on stories than i i i'm i i i enjoy being a storyteller i like to to read a, quite a bit like my most of my games in my genres of favorite games are games that have really good storylines and to be honest aside from the some of the batman games the 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 arkham arkham asylum and and arkham knight spider-man was the game that gave me one of the most original and best spider-man stories I have ever fucking both played through and would have able to been reading. You get a fully fleshed out Peter Parker who who has his his family, he's got Aunt May, he's got friends, uh he has a a his girlfriend, you understand why uh what's going on with MJ? Uh you get to see like I, 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 do we want to give spoilers at all or no? Wait. Wait. For Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2? Oh, sorry, 2? not Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2. Spider-Man for the PS4. Oh no! Oh. Like, see, that, see, that's what I'm saying. Oh. That's the direction Sorry, I thought you were going in. I said, I was about I to say Spider-Man Two. Especially, we're, we're you're getting kind of, Spider-Man Two's. Uh, yeah, no, story I'm sorry. You're absolutely, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Miss her oh, Spider-Man Two is the web slinger. It's it's the web slingiest web slinger well, game well, I ever well, web slinged. Well, you gotta on. help this guy deliver pizzas because it's pizza time. <laughs> pizza. I'm so sorry. I jumped the gun. I thought I heard All you say good. Spider-Man for the PS4. No, no, he no. said Spider-Man 2 for the PS2. No, he said Spider-Man Web of Fire for the Sega 32X. <laughs> Why that Wait. game goes for $32 just shows you how retarded the collecting community has gotten. How I actually didn't dare know that was you? Game. Oh, man. It's I... terrible. It's terrible. Don't play it. No, no, but I do agree with everything you're saying about the game you thought I said, Paulo. So keep going. Yes, no, okay, <laughs> fine. I'm so sorry. But do we want to give spoilers or not? Um, Spider-Man uh, for the PS4. For, for Spider-Man for the PS2 or for the PS4. <laughs> um, no. Let's... Okay. No, that, that game's not even a year old. I, I think it's a little. Matt, have you played cool. it yet? Do I have a PS4? Oh, yeah, you're right. Ooh, you're right. I'm sorry. In either case, so yeah. PC gaming master race. There is there is a um. There's just something about that game that just the story is so well done. You care about the characters that you're playing and you're trying to save in the story. Absolutely do. Um, Absolutely do. The last fight is really upsetting, but totally makes sense with the story. Uh, uh, Spider-Man versus Uncle Ben. Yes. Uh, yeah, literally. Uh, what else can I say about that? Also, the web slinging in that game just makes you feel like you're fucking Spider-Man. Um, I know mm. they they actually... I, I've watched numerous videos in the, on the making of. They actually like 
homage it to the guy who did the web slinging for i think it was spider-man 2 for the ps4 for the ps2 the web slinging yeah yeah because because honestly those are the only two spider-man games that really got the web slinging like yeah there was something about those web slinging that are just fantastic and then again i know a lot of people will be like oh it's like a batman ripoff the way you fight man shut the fuck up (laughs) spider-man spider-man does all of that stuff and more like it that, totally makes sense for a Spider-Man game. It like does. it doesn't Batman like jump kicking 17 yards to his right doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, but Spider-Man does. Totally makes yes. totally makes sense. Do you say okay, so I played that game and I watched my wife play it. And we both played that game completely fucking different. Like the game play the way we played that game was two completely different Spider-Man. She was playing a Spider-Man who loved to use gadgets, who loved to to to. She she didn't do as much combat. Uh, she would stealth kill people. She would do stealth missions. Do a lot of the st- stealth kill. She would do a lot of the stealth stuff. <laughs> it's like whoa, whoa. <laughs> I on the other hand, Sharon's good at that. Yeah, game. no, she was, she was. She beat it before I did. Um, I just meant that she's able to murder people in a game that doesn't even offer that. Holy shit. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Have you seen some of the ragdoll physics? Like, I'm telling you. I've seen <laughs> I've seen, I've seen, seen people online. What they'll do is they'll use the web slinger to get people stuck to the side of a van, and then they'll tip the van over so that it crushes the person. That's terrifying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but when uh, the first time that she, like, started kicking people off buildings, she was like, oh, my God, I just killed someone. And then I'm like, no, 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 they're actually, they're actually on the side of the building. And she goes, I still killed that man. How are they going to get him off of that building? <laughs> Carefully. Be, uh, I think I'm all about Spider-Man, guys. people is actually the one thing I miss about Spider-Man, too. <laughs> being no. able to, like, sling somebody up over your shoulder, then swing to the top of the Empire State Building, cocoon them, and just throw them off. <laughs> so, in the Spider-Man for PS4, though, can you help delivery guys deliver pizza? I think there's a there's a side quest of the sort. Just, it, just, just yeah. one. Maybe, one. maybe one that's <laughs> only, literally just only an, one. That's literally just an homage of that, that, that quest. There's, there's at least like a hundred of those every like five minutes popping up in the Spider-Man PS2 mm. game. I'm sorry, Paul, that, you're wrong. <laughs> Spider-Man PS2. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> because okay. of pizza time. However, does it have, J- does <laughs> it have crazy J. Jonah Jameson podcast? Crazy Ooh. Alex Jones, J. Jonah Jameson. But the Spider-Man 2 is based off of a game that has uh, Bonesaw in it. Off a movie that has first Bonesaw. of all, Bonesaw was only in the first one, not in the second Spider-Man. So that, that yeah, argument was supposed dull. to be. Yeah, dude. He mentioned uh, Randy Savage mentioned it in the Be a Man Hulk uh, CD. <laughs> Be a Man Hulk CD. <laughs> he did. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. Well, the, li- the line is, "I've got myself a future role in Spider-Man." Be a Man Hulk. All right, that's fair. Don't, I mean, don't, I'm not, don't be scared. I'm not going to argue with the Macho Man. He's the cream of the crop. Come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that did J. Jonah Jameson clips that you overhear while you're swinging through the city are, are so just good. so fantastic in that game. I've listened to a few. They are They're pretty damn so funny. good. <laughs> Everything about that game is so I mean, some people will say that there's like a couple of parts that are just don't belong in the game. Like a lot of like some of the stealth missions where you play as MJ or you play as Miles. Um, they don't they seem to break away from like the immersion of being Spider-Man. They're just tedious because you have to move so slowly. When you're so used to playing so fast, like the the rest right. of the game. Um, but that Spider-Man is a damn menace. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the reason why, at least as of right now, Spider-Man for the PS4 is probably my like favorite game. Like, I, I could go back and keep playing yeah. that game after I've beaten it. 
Um, it's also probably the best of all the superhero games. It's just like, you know, <laughs> we're going after like, you know, personal favorites and everything, but it's, and I'm not saying it's not your personal favorite, but I mean, if we were just judging purely on quality. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and also not quality relative, relative to its time, but just quality period. The game is then, super polished. Yeah. It's it, great story. Great polish, great mechanics, great play, great voice acting. Uh, dude, there frankly, there East, it's the best superhero. There are game. Easter Spider-Man, eggs yeah. that are still being found by people. So, for example, uh, there are. So, if you're playing the game on a Saturday, and then you play I the game, you're about to say play the game on a Sega Saturn. No, no, I'm no, like, no. that's not possible. So, play. So let's say you play the game on like a Monday, and you go to a certain neighborhood in the city. You'll see that they have um, what are the portents of the the Hasidic Jews, right? If you play the game on a Saturday, they're not there. That's pretty cool. But also, did you say the Horcrux of the Jews? <laughs> the Hasidic Jews. Harry Potter's in this game? <laughs> no, no. I heard Hasidic. Oh, it's like I heard something about like the Horcrux, Horcrux of the Hasidic Jews. <laughs> It's like uh, whatever, it's fine. Okay, I'm you know like, what? I'm like too much, too much Alex Jones. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Was J. Jonah Jameson trying to summon the Dark Lord? <laughs> so you going back to his Deathly Hollows? Hollows. <laughs> going, going from that to, I'm going to give an honorable mention now uh, on the on the positive end. I also really do like brawlers and beat 'em ups and. Uh, which one of this? Hold on, I gotta. I gotta, let me bring up my my little thing because I I don't remember the exact name because it was a complicated. It was the the X Men Origins Wolverine, the uncaged version. I heard that game was great. Okay, I never played that, it. I played I the demo it and it was awesome. That game is incredibly repetitive. Oh. But it, 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 <laughs> not what I expected it is, you to hold say. Hold on, hold on. But it is repetitive. For the right reasons. I mean, you are Wolverine. You are, in essence, a tiny murder man. Tiny murdering Canadian with claws. And it is just... There's so much blood and gore in the Uncaged version. Um, And just the story is not terrible, mind you. The story is okay. So, like, you can get through it and actually, like, enjoy what you're doing. But it's, like, it's the epitome of what is Wolverine. Like this is this is what Wolverine is. He just dismembers people, murders soldiers, stabs people in the head. He's got the you know fucking final killers. He takes down helicopters with his claws. Like he just does everything that Wolverine is supposed to do. And this is a video game based on a horrible movie. I mean, this this sounds like a lot like the um the Punisher game for the PS2. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, there was oh. a third, there was a third person shooter, uh, Max Payne style uh, Punisher game. Mm. Wait, was that also made by Volition? I think you're right. Was Holy it? Crap. I think so. Hold on, but it, it, like, it's the most Punisher game I've ever played. Like, you feel like, like it really feels like you are the Punisher. I like he, the, he, He's got all the um, like the, the he's got the stealth kills and the. Um, Is it 2009 for PS3 or 2004? 2004. Hold on, I'm doing some now. You've got the stealth kills. You've got the environmental kills. He can dual wield. Oh yeah, most it was weapons. Volition. It was developed by Volition and published by THQ. Yeah, that's why it was good. Oh, Volition's a good studio. You know why man. this is based off of the the Tom Punisher James movie. War Journal? Oh, 
Yes. That was a good movie. I liked it. Listen, a lot of people give it a lot of hate. I actually thought that movie was a lot of fun. For where comic book movies were at the time, I think it was pretty good. That was the one with uh, John Travolta as the bad yes, guy. Yes, right? John Travolta was yeah. the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Kevin Nash was in that movie. Yeah, Kevin Nash yes, was, he was in that movie. That oh, fight man. scene with Kevin Nash is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, I cannot begin to tell you how amazing that scene was when I was watching. I was in the movie theater just dying. <laughs> this is the only Punisher I've ever enjoyed. <laughs> and 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 to think <laughs> and to think that that same character was also in Waterboy. Love it. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's always funny when Kevin Nash pops up and shit. Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean um? No, that was the Giant. The Giant was in Waterboy. Oh, that was the Giant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, the, the Big Show. He was Captain Insano. Yeah, that was it. Captain ah, Insano. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kevin Nash was the Russian. <laughs> you know it's. You know what's funny too? You were mentioning X Men Origins Wolverine. I remember the uh, X Two Wolverine's Revenge game for PS Two. That game got a lot of hype. I don't remember that. Too. One. I think I played a little bit of that too. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at the X Men Origins game, and it looks like it's kind of similar. Maybe it was done by the same people. I have no idea. Uh, Vicarious Visions. Usually they're pretty good. Um, I lied. I I don't know what the hell this is. Yeah, I have okay, so I have no idea what, what X2 Wolverine's Revenge is. Um speaking of Wolverine games, you guys remember the uh the Wolverine side scroller for uh Adamantium the, Rage for the NES? Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. So I never had um a Nintendo or Super Nintendo growing up, right? Yep. And I always wanted to play them. I eventually got around to, to playing them as I got older. Mm-hmm. The letdown, man. Yeah, yeah, but the soundtrack was really good. That was the thing, man. Like the, I don't remember if that game was also LGN. Yeah, yeah. But that game and the Silver Surfer game. Were oh, that that game. Pretty oh, that game terrible, terrible. Games. dude. But they the were, Silver Surfer soundtrack. Shit, the soundtrack was so good. The especially, uh, I would argue that's probably some of the best NES music of all time. Like the that guitar riff in the beginning of every stage when you're starting off with the wow, wow. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and then you fucking die like, you know, three seconds in because that game is just hard as shit. <laughs> and, just the silvers, and just the Silver Surfer just has that look on his face where he's just covering <laughs> his face. Like, he's just like, the Silver Surfer is disappointed for you. I'm disappointed in the idea of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> yeah, the Silver Surfer dying because like a bat flew into him or something. Oh, God. Fucking hammerlock by a dude in a cat costume. <laughs> Don't blame that on the surfer. Blame that on the writer. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, so what's your bad one? My Bala? bad one. Uh, this is one I think everyone's tried to forget, mainly because oh, no. it comes from something that was so great and as of now is so goddamn iconic. Iron Man for the PS3. Holy I've never played it. Shit, never I don't played remember it. that. Yeah, I knew it came All out. Right. I never played it. So... I, I heard it was a dumpster fire. I, I loved <laughs> the movie when it came out. Like that was just like again, we go back to the beginning of the MCU. It was like, oh my god, Iron Man's so good. And you Dude, would it's think still good. you would think, holy shit, Iron Man, that's a game that would be fucking perfect. Perfect for a fucking video game, right? Right? Yeah. Right? No, I would think, no. yeah, maybe. No, it wasn't. It was not. I didn't even know this game exists. This game is bad, dude. Like the controls are absolutely terrible. Like it is horrible to fly the graphics were bad even for its time 
And, and like, even though it's, it's, yeah, they, they got Robert Downey Jr. to like play, play Iron Man still for this game. Game is fucking trash, dude. It is so bad. It was such a disappointment. Like, I really, really want to be like, this game is so much fun. No, no, it was was bad. It was really, really bad. So basically you're telling me is that Iron Man PS3 was supposed to be what the Iron Man movie was supposed to be where like you, you read about the development of the, the Iron Man movie. It should not have been good. No, at all. exactly. No, this is just a cash grab. This literally was the, the, the video game was a cash grab attempt to, to go on the success of fucking the movie. Did you buy it? No, I rented it. Are you kidding me? Oh, good. <laughs> no, this is a time you can still rent video games. So I rented oh, it. Dude. It was Is bad. that a foreign concept now? I feel like it is. I mean, there's Gamefly is still around, I guess. Is it? I, maybe. Yeah, game, Gamefly is still around. Yeah, but you're going to you're going to rent the game and then you're going to have to fucking spend, you know, a good chunk of your weekend renting it just waiting for the download the uh, the patches to come in. Yeah. Did um did uh or or does Redbox still do video games? Did they ever do video games? Yeah, yeah, they they used to maybe they still do too i don't know and because like just again as a kid in the 90s with like you had the one console and like you 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 would buy a game and it's like you were stuck with that game because you weren't getting something new for a while no 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 yeah because that's oh man i'm nes games were like 60 bucks in late 80s money weren't they like 50 bucks then in the actual money. No, stand <laughs> Listen, a video game has always been between fifty and eighty dollars until companies decided that they needed to release limited editions with, with uh, digital exclusives, uh, so that you can, um, you know, pay more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though is that like he was saying, like games back then cost like sixty dollars in today's money, and I'm like, I think they cost sixty dollars in their money. Yeah, I remember. I remember games costing like forty, forty-five, and because I remember the the price hike to fifty, and then that stayed pretty constant until the PS3 era. PlayStation games knocked it down to about forty bucks, but like PlayStation games would cost forty to fifty bucks new. But the problem was, was like Nintendo sixty-four because they put so much RAM in it. Um. 64 games would sometimes go upwards of 80. Like, I remember uh, Raw is War for the Nintendo 64 was like an $80 game. Why were you paying $80 to the inferior version of that game? I have no idea. No mercy. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a Toys R Us catalog from 1993 right now. Wait, are you seriously? <laughs> I pulled it up on the internet. Oh, I was um, about to be like, yeah, why like, are you holding that through. in your yeah. Where did you get that? <laughs> Matt, I have a lot of questions. Okay, so 1993 money... Uh, a copy from World Combat One for SNES was sixty nine ninety nine. Oh, and, and oh, you are playing the wrong one. Um, what else? Bubsy, sixty bucks. See, I remember all of this because I remember we used to get the Toys R Us catalog, and that's what oh. it used to be there. Oh, when yeah. when you were a kid, that catalog was just magic. yes, it was. Primal Rage, sixty five bucks. Oh, oh man, God. That's so unfair for so many reasons. Who doesn't uh, want Mortal Kombat with giant dinosaurs? Ooh, Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage for sixty bucks. Oh, those games were so good. Speaking, speaking of good soundtracks, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Man, Wait, why didn't we get like a Streets of Rage comic or like a, Wait, a Netflix there a street, show? There is a Streets of Rage for N sixty four. No, no, I'm looking at a Sega Genesis. I'm just, oh, okay. I'm just trying to show that you know 
video games have you know once used to go expensive yeah the well, like 1993 you look at how much the dollar has inflated since then you know so like a 70 dollars video game which again going by this catalog is not uncommon a $70 game would probably be like 120 bucks in today's money for all Man, how the hell did my parents afford to get me both a Sega Genesis and a Super Nintendo? Honestly, if they're anything like my parents, they probably couldn't, but they spend it on you anyway. Yeah, no, you're right. Because I remember they gave it to me for for my, for my Christmas slash my birthday one year. They gave me the Super Nintendo with Donkey Kong Country. It was like a bundle Ooh, good, game. Good, good game. Yeah, I, you know what? That game actually holds up despite what. Oh my god! No, say. are you kidding me? Donkey Kong Country is amazing. Still, it's to this still day. fun. It's still and the, fun. and the graphics still look pretty good. And it's hard if you play it on a CRT. Yes, it still looks good. You play it on an upscaled LCD, it looks like hot shit. Well, and also relative to when it came out. Yeah, true, 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 true. But in either case, but, um, in either case, yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to have both um, the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. I yeah. preferred the Super Nintendo, but the games on the Super Nintendo felt like they were more expensive. Well, because what would happen is uh, Nintendo, they would usually um, allow developers to put as many mapping chips as they wanted, and that always knocked up the price. Yeah. Sega, for a long time, they were talking about doing a cartridge add-on. Um, forget the name of the chip that went into the Sega port of Virtua Racing, but uh, they were talking about making uh, a cartridge where it was kind of like the lock-on technology for Sonic and Knuckles, where you would uh, you would buy the cartridge for like 50 bucks. Oh, had the yeah, chip. and then they had the... But the idea was, though, you would only spend $50 on a game rather than 100 because um, I'm looking at this now. Yeah, Star Fox was a... Wow, surprising Star Fox is only a $55 game. I remember, I'm pretty when, sh- I remember when the 64 came out and then they gave us that up that upscaled processor that you could buy that came with Rogue oh, Squadron. The expansion pack? Oh, the expansion yeah. pack. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a co-processor. It was just RAM. That's all it was? It was RAM? Yeah, It was literally. just RAM. God. That was to show you how far so, I've come. Hey, guys. So uh, while we're still vaguely on the topic, um, are there any other significant superhero games that Deserve mentioning, even though we didn't really have time to talk about them individually. I mean, um, the Arkham I mean, I games, mentioned, the Batman Arkham games. You have to. Yeah, I, mean, right. I mentioned Arkham Knight, um, but like those games, really, like all, all three of them. Yeah. Oh, with the, like the, the detective mode, or maybe, maybe not. Or, yeah, well, with the detective mode, um, you know, being able to pick up on stuff like Batman, being able to sneak around and and, and all that jazz, you feel like Batman. It's the most Batmany Batman that ever Batman. That is true. Yeah. But Batman for the NES had the better soundtrack. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I I'd like to mention Infinite Crisis again. It was a uh, a short lived MOBA made by DC. Huh. huh. I did. I wasn't even aware that existed. Yeah. X Men for the Genesis was terrible. The first X Men Two. X Men Two was great. X Men Two is probably one of the best Genesis games ever made. I like them both, man. Um, that first X- one is more for nostalgia. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say it took me a long time to realize that the first X Men game was actually bad. I played the Super- shit out of it. <laughs> the one on Super Nintendo was really fun too. Mutant Apocalypse, the Capcom one. Yeah, well, because it was made by Capcom, man. Well, okay, fair, but it was good. It was very good. Yeah. Well, no, and um, the I believe the X Men game was actually made by Sega. Oh, the first one, right? The first one. Yeah. I don't know about the second one. Yeah. An- another uh, really great game, especially for its time. Uh, Spider Man versus the Kingpin for the Sega Genesis. 
there's a lot of innovative concepts for a, a 2D uh, platformer of that time. Like uh, you had to take pictures of villains and such to get money from the bugle, and you'd use that money to refill your web fluid, which ran out as you used your webbing. You know what's terrible? I remember playing at my friend's house in like the second grade and absolutely hating that game because I didn't know shit about <laughs> Spider-Man. And I was like, why the fuck can I only use so much web? This is stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, and then I saw the cartoons like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I was I'm going to throw out a couple, uh, like, a, like a slight franchise that no one mentioned only because they don't realize that it was a comic book before it was a TV franchise. The Max? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh shit! Yeah, good one. Oh yeah, Turtles in so Time is a great fucking Turtle, game. Turtles in Time's the best Turtles game, probably at the least. Only reason, nostalgia reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it, it still holds up. The arcade is still the arcade game is totally good. The only reason I didn't mention any of those because those games are more based on the cartoon. But I guess then, like by that criteria, the tick wouldn't count either. Yeah, so I forgot I said anything. Yeah, fair. We'll yeah, count it. I am mad right, at it. Yeah. You know, you know, it's the funniest thing about thinking back to um, the X Men beat em up and the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat em up is I remember, you know, like first, second grade me, I would be at the arcade and all the kids would fight over who would get to play as either Wolverine in the X Men cabinet or who would get to fight, uh, who would get to play as Michelangelo in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cabinet. Mm-hmm. Kids would like, ready to kill each other and it was funny because they were probably arguably the worst characters in both games wolverine yeah. wasn't bad michelangelo was uh, the worst yeah because donatello so much Don- and donatello was the good one but nobody wanted to play as him because he wore purple yeah. what? Oh, dude, I no, I was, donatello fuck that i shit. was yeah. all in on donatello. donatello was the man are you kidding yeah, Don- me that boat donatello. staff is legit a he's always been my favorite turtle because I, I i always liked the smart one and i always and purple was a great color <laughs> I mean, I was a fan. And I was I, also a fan of Leonardo, but like it was a close. Of course, because like fucking, you're you're like five years old, and he's got swords. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's blue and has swords. Let's fucking go! Like, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody hated Raphael. Like Raphael was just worse than Michelangelo. I like Raphael. I mean, I like him now. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Now, as you grow up, he's the turtle that everyone well, to. loves the most as they're older. He's cool, but he's got an attitude, bro. He's uh, you know. He's cool, but crude. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's a pretty good place to call for the night. What about you guys? Yeah, speaking of break, let's call it a night. Uh, th- also, thank you, Paulo, for reminding me about Spider-Man, because I just realized I haven't played the DLCs, and i got to get on that. The DLCs <laughs> are fun, but they are... It's the main you know, game. That's it's the, the main meat. game that's the meat, honestly. All right, enough talk. Doug, yeah. back to your pocket dimension. Oh, so soon. Say goodnight. Go. Goodnight. If you have questions, a topic you would like us to cover, or wish to simply tell us all the facts we screwed up, feel free to contact us at layman's guide to the multiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit our website at layman's guide to the multiverse.com. Our intro music is Dance Rocket 
off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane and is licensed under an Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off HTTP colons forward slash forward slash freemusicarchive.org Our intermission music is Crinoline Dreams by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash. And our outro music is Miami Nights Extended Theme, also by Kevin McLeod off IncomTech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash.